0: them. Good afternoon, and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM NASH icon on your radio dial, taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. Remember, I Radio app, TuneIn Radio app, free digital uh, download for your uh, smartphone or tablet. Take the show with you anywhere. You can also pick up the podcast there as well because our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base. We're on our, all, all podcasting platforms. Search Inside New Orleans Show. Uh, With Eric Asher, NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com, and of course, uh, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram, uh, all part of our social media platforms. Uh, On today's program, a little bit different than a normal uh, Wednesday. Of course, today's program is brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Mike Scarborough is going to join us in just a few minutes uh, from TigerBait.com, We'll get an update on the LSU Tigers. Sean of Fox 8 Sports, will jump be jumping on right from the set at Fox 8, and we'll talk to him about again Saints, uh, Pelicans, etc. And then celebrity chef Scott Craig comes in at um, at 5:15, and uh, we'll have the uh, full hour with him in the in the five o'clock hour. Uh, we'll talk about the hospitality industry. We'll talk about what's going on with the uh, the home teams, all that coming up here on the program today. Brought to you by the Katie's family of restaurants. And, of course, Katie's is participating in Restaurant Week. And if you've not taken advantage of it yet, you need to get out there and take advantage of it. First of all, uh, again, a uh, two-course uh, meal for you for lunch all the way from that. Uh, again, the 20th is when it starts. It ends on the 26th of June. Um, for a low price of uh, $25. That's tax and, and gratuity included. Uh, the dinner menu is, a, again, a three-course meal, uh, actually four-course meal if you want to you add the dessert in there, uh, and that's for a low price of $38, and that's tax and, and, and uh, gratuity included. And, and Scott's even got his Sunday brunch, which is already award-winning, as, as part of the mix as well. Uh, And and that includes a two-course Sunday brunch with, again, your choice of um, double mimosa, double Bloody Mary. uh, And that is $25 with tax and gratuity. So if you've never had a chance to enjoy uh, Katie's Sunday brunch, this might be a great opportunity for you to get out there and enjoy it. Now, we do know, again, Mama Mary's Meatloaf is going to be on the menu every single Wednesday. Bradley Dale Peavodough Surf and Turf tonight uh, for the the barbecue night. So, again, get out there to Katie's and, and enjoy a great meal. Katie's Restaurant, 3701 Abbeville in the heart of Mid-City. Of course, uh, you've seen Scott on Gambit. Uh, you've seen Scott on the on Food Network, Di- Diners, Drivers, and Dives, and, of course, award-winning. Um, uh, they uh, when We talked about Katie's, number rated number one neighborhood restaurant by Gambit and New Orleans Magazine. Uh, check out their award-winning pizza from the Brooklyn Stone-style pizza oven. Uh, fantastic uh, menu for you as well. And, of course, as we mentioned, daily specials for lunch, dinner, and, of course, the Sunday brunch that will make the angels sing. Get out there and enjoy Katie's. um to find out more, midcity.com or 488-6582 to make reservations or to get a to-go order. Uh, there's just a restaurant, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. Uh, St. Louis-style deli with, again, a New Orleans flair. Uh, you can get in there and enjoy those great family meals that we've talked about over and over again. Uh, get out the fast food line. Again, serve your family one of these nutritious family meals and have something left over for, uh, for seconds. Also, daily specials for you, delicious sides, fantastic muffaladas. And, of course, uh, wine and beer available, along with, again, a St. Louis-style uh, uh, sandwiches uh, with uh, St. Louis uh, sodas as well. And, so, look, you walk in, and it's kind of a combination of St. Louis cuisine along with great New Orleans cuisine. Um, so, again, FrancescaDeli.com is how you find the menu. 504-266-2511 is the, address, is the phone number. Of course, the address is 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. And their sister restaurant Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Uh, get in there and enjoy contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. And the menu is at bienvenueharahan.com. Daily specials for you. Uh, also, again, great Louisiana seafood, always fresh. Uh, dine indoors, dine outdoors. Hey, rent out the entire restaurant for your next event. Uh, that's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan, 305 4792 is the phone number 504 305 4792 all part of the Katie's family of restaurants. As mentioned, uh, Scott Craig will join us at 5.15 this afternoon. All right, um, uh, just want to also remind everybody about tomorrow, every Thursday, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, this week we're joined by Jeff Duncan of NOLA.com, the Times-Picculean, and the Advocate, and also, again, a contributor to Fox Eight Sports. Uh, that's every Thursday with our live broadcast at 1 p.m. on WLAE TV. Also live streaming on the TV YouTube page at 1 o'clock. And then we start those rebroadcasts for you. 6 p.m. on LAE on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. That's T 2 Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock, WLAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Uh, make sure you're in that number for, again, the award-winning inside New Orleans Sports. And, of course, as I mentioned, we'll have that up on our social media platforms at some point tomorrow. At the latest, it'll be on Friday. All right, we're just a couple minutes away from, from – um, from uh, Mike uh, Scalberg of TigerBank.com, he'll be followed by Sean Vizena of Fox 8 Sports. And, of course, uh, Scott Craig comes in at, uh, at about 5.15. Uh, today is the, is the 75th birthday of Pistol Pete Maravich. For those of us that grew up watching Pistol Pete, would have been 75 today. And it kind of had me thinking about players from LSU that were a little bit ahead of their time. Because we always look, first of all, anybody that got a chance to witness Maravich uh, in his prime, Got a chance to see a guy that, again, was ahead of his time. Things that players are doing today, he was doing back, again, in the 60s and 70s. And, again, that goes to show you, again, the type of player that he was. But it's not just him. Think about Bob Pettit. Bob Pettit is, again, a tall uh, stretch forward. Uh, We see that stretch forward now uh, that had a great, great shooting stroke. Could shoot up from outside. There would have been a three-point line back then. He would have been knocking down threes. He had the ability to go inside and bang with some of the best centers in the NBA at that time and maybe some of the greatest centers of the NBA, period, when you look at that era. Uh, and also was a guy that had a decent handle as well. Uh, he reminds you a lot of, again, the stretch fours that we see now. Uh, and that, again, that, that was Bob Pettit ahead of his time. The other guy... Abdul-Raouf, again, my whole brother Abdul-Raouf, again, the former Chris Jackson. Think about him and his handle. Think about him and, and of course, his, his shooting stroke. Maybe only second to pistol Pete in the history of, uh, again, LSU basketball. But, again, what he was able to do on, on, on the collegiate level, what he was able to do on the pro level, and, of course, much like, much like Pete, again, uh, you know, with, again, a physical ailment that, that he had to overcome. Uh, even though, again, Pete didn't know about his until after, again, he had passed, uh, you know, having a uh, having a, a heart ailment uh, that most people could not believe that he was actually a professional athlete. Uh, but Chris Jackson's another guy that was, again, ahead of his time. And then the other one would be Shaquille O'Neal. You take the power. You take, again, um, the Shaquille O'Neal, how, how physical he was. Um, and I guess the, you could maybe you could you could possibly equate him to Will Chamberlain, OK, back in the day. Uh, but you look at everything he was able to do, uh, rebounds, uh, block shots, uh, scoring around the basket, um, you know, how he changed the game in term, because just, again, his, his physicalness and his girth. Uh, you'd have to go back to maybe, again, a guy like Will Chamberlain. Uh, but, again, you don't see that now. Uh, just, again, another, another guy that was kind of ahead of his time when you look at you know, four LSU players um, three of those four on the top 75 in the history of of, of uh, NBA basketball, um, and all and again those three, Pop Pettit, Pistol Pete Maravich, and, and Shaquille O'Neal, I believe, on the top 50 as well. The um, one uh, when you look, um, what is it, the top 50 in in in, um, in uh, 50 years, and the top 75 in the 75 years, which they celebrated this year. But again, happy birthday, uh, happy uh, again heavenly birthday to uh, Pistol Pete Maravich, uh, who would have been 75 today. Uh, and a lot of people, again, LSU fans, jazz fans, New Orleans fans, uh, remember the pistol from, again, his time. Uh, Roman the Superdome, Roman the Missile Auditorium, Loyola Fieldhouse, and, yes, uh, the old Kyle Palace up up in Baton Rouge. All right, let's bring on a guy that knows a little bit about Baton Rouge and, and, and LSU, Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com joins us on the program. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing
1: good, and I'm, I'm enjoying listening you talk about that because it, it just so happened that this morning – uh, I went and looked up Mahmoud Abdul to see because I knew the big three was cranking back up. Yes, and sure enough, he's back on the three-headed monsters roster. I watched
2: him.
0: I and watched him this a, weekend.
1: Okay, he is a year younger than me, Eric. <laughs>
0: dude, dude let me right? say this: I'm watching getting, this guy play the other day. He's 53 years old. Okay, we, well, Mike, you know that. Okay, and he's he's, he's,
1: he's, he's able, able to be able to play. For three years.
2: He's, it, he's been
1: mail from the ARP for 3 years. Right.
0: <laughs> it's amazing. And I mean, he's right there, man. I'm thinking to myself, you know, I I, I quit play, look, look, I'm not even equating, you know, myself to to to, to uh, again Abdul Rouf, but again, I quit playing basketball at 35 because I couldn't keep up anymore. He's 53 and he's still playing against again guys yeah, that I, played I, in I, college I, and I, pros. He he was born in 68
1: and I was born in 67 and he's running up and down the court and and in great
0: great shape. You uh, no, don't no no doubt great and still has an incredible shot, incredible shot.
1: And I, I'm and I'm unaware of him having any ailments. Uh,
0: no no other than what the Tourette's that's it. I mean that's what he's had to overcome. That's it. But as far as right, injuries or not, anything,
1: no no no.
0: Like and I'm look, if it back wasn't for injuries, the situation, ankles, ankles, knees, shoulders. Right. Uh, he, he he's had nothing that I'm aware of. And do, and again, if you if you get a chance to see him uh, this weekend when they play again, I mean, there's not his body fat's got to be zero. I mean, he but looks like he did definitely. at LSU. Okay, the only yeah, difference is I'm, he's got gray hair. He's got a gray beard now. That's the difference. You look at him and you say, okay, that guy's got a gray beard. and He's a little older. But I'm telling you, uh, you know, a ridiculous. And it got me thinking too about you know if, if there was a, if Maravich was alive with the three on three at 75, would he be competing? Because again. You know, he was a guy that was ahead of his time. When you talk start talking about the ability to score from anywhere, etc. But, but, yeah, uh, but no, I saw I saw that this weekend. He he was he was awesome. But
1: but, but Pete had feet problems, didn't
0: he? He had uh, yes, and knees. The, the, the knee the knee is what did him in. And look, that knee injury that he had back in in, in nineteen seventy seven uh, with the Jazz. If that was today, it would be nothing. Okay, that they would he would have been back on the court. He would have he would have continued to be able to play, but. I mean, back then, you know, that type of knee injury, it, it, it just did you in. And, of course, he wasn't the same player uh, after the knee injury than he was before the knee injury. He just could, couldn't move. Uh, has, the but, big, uh, has,
1: the big, has the big three ever played in New Orleans? Have they put it any... in? Yes,
0: yes, oh. yes. We've, we, it actually, was, it's part of the tour. So we've had them, okay. I think, the first few years of the, um, of, of, of the league. So, yes, they've been down here before. And I'm sure yeah, they're going to be back. I haven't looked at the schedule, but I'm sure they'll be back here again.
1: Yeah, I'd like to go see that.
0: Yeah, no, no doubt about it. I was just saying again about talking about Bob Pettit, Pistol Pete, Chris Jackson, Shaquille O'Neal. You know, you know these these are all players that again you could put in any in every single era, and they and they would flourish. And, and I can dare say all of them uh, again ahead of their time.
1: Yeah, I know. And, and look, I'm not a huge NBA watcher, and I know when you talk to guys from the '80s and '90s and. And they start talking about today's game and what's the style of the game and what is a foul and what isn't. You know what? What? Which, you know which players today would correlate to being able to play against those rough piston teams. But, but I think it's all relative. It's it's what these guys were brought up with. Certainly, some of these guys, if they knew they had to be more physical, they'd be more physical.
0: Well, there's no doubt it's a much more physical game, again, uh, than, than previously uh, than it was than it is today. Um, you know, the ability to be able to get a shot off a guy's hanging on you, with, again, with hand-checking, uh, the physicality of going to the basket, I mean, it's not even close, not even close. But, again, you're right. I mean, if you, if you, if you come up in, 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 a, in a certain era and you're used to the physicality, you're going to play through it. Um, we don't see a lot of that now. Uh, in the nba and, and, and no nor in college basketball it, but again still uh i'm a guy that enjoyed the physicality of the game i again i think it's taken something away from the game but i understand why they are doing it now well but you know, it, they
1: want to it also pivoted to an extreme with those piston teams with Lamb sure. beer and all that uh, absolutely that, that wasn't, no they, they, they could be sluggish at forward. times
3: yeah
0: yeah no doubt no, but but again that was the that was 80s basketball you know that's that's what yep. it was hey mike um brian kelly uh picked up his first commitment from the twenty twenty four class maurice williams can you tell us about him
1: yeah look there's it's um you know fans are wondering where the uh uh more twenty three commitments are at but uh they pick up a big one from paraland texas uh shadow creek high uh a, you know a consensus national one hundred or national one fifty prospect um Williams is you know six two, about hundred and ninety pounds, um, just loves LSU and uh came to camp, performed very well, and um they, they really like him. So um I think the twenty four class, because this this staff is gonna have that much have had that, that much more, more time to forge relationships has a real good chance to be extra special, particularly because the state of Louisiana is going to be back loaded again next year. Mm -hmm. Um, And in 23, we're going to wait to see how this one shapes up, just because I don't see it being as deep. And um, I I think a good number of kids that you might label as top ten players are going to be leaving the state. Arch Manning, uh, Holstein and Zachary going to Alabama. I think Jaden Osbury at U High could end up at uh, Notre Dame. Uh, Derek Williams, the Westgate safety. Um, that looks like Alabama. Um, Tackett Curtis, the Manny linebacker. Uh, that could be USC, uh, Wisconsin, Ohio State. Um, so there's going to be a number of kids that have. And then Jordan Matthews, the corner from Woodlawn, that had an offer from the previous staff and didn't get reoffered by Kelly until a couple of weeks ago. Uh, they've got some ground they need to make up there. So, um, numerous positions for the class of twenty-three that Brian Kelly and his staff are going to have to do a fantastic job to recruit out of state. And like I've been saying, the only coach who 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 could stay home and, and get everything he needs is Frank Wilson. Trey Holly already committed uh, the running back from Union Parish, and you've got Caleb Jackson right here in Baton Rouge at, at Liberty. So, but I, I I tell you one thing. Uh, what we've seen in camp the last three weeks, uh, going to be a lot busier from my standpoint. Going to high school games uh, in New Orleans because it looks like while we've gone a stretch of years where you could argue that Baton Rouge and the Baton Rouge surrounding area had more, uh, you know, SEC talent. New Orleans is, is rebounding. I mean, I, I've got they got kids at Holy Cross, De La Salle. Uh, you got the running back for 2025 from uh, St. Martin's Episcopal. They got offered last week. I look at his film and I look like I'm watching Joe McKnight all over again. Um, so, of course, you know, you got Carr and, and Warren Easton and St. Aug. Uh, Newman, of course, um, a lot of very good uh, football players uh, coming up in, in New Orleans in, in, in big numbers.
0: Wasn't there a Rummel Corner that got that that got uh, um, get, got an offer this this past weekend at the uh, camp? Yeah,
1: yeah, uh, Ashton. So that's another one. I mean, I just I'm putting together a list, and um, what I, what I am glad to see from a selfish standpoint is a lot of schools mm-hmm. that that I'm talking about play games on Thursday nights. Right. Some of you able to hit a bunch which, of them.
0: Which is which is a necessity down here because of the lack of stadiums. Which is which is a real issue. And I'm not sure if that's an issue in Baton Rouge, Mike, but that is definitely an issue here in New Orleans.
1: Yeah, it is. But the, the advantage you have in New Orleans is that your the f- facilities there have field turf. Uh, as good as Breck is, the Baton Rouge, uh, you know, park system has been in the, all the awards they've won over the years. You still have stadiums that have grass and that or can can really be a mess in September because you're still in the heart of hurricane season, um, and then you've got uh, you know the uh, the independent stadium that uh, uh, you've got a politician who doesn't allow anybody to use a football stadium that's just sitting there collecting dust.
0: It's crazy. Um, of course, uh, Arnie Filko is working with a group that's trying to bring the Ninth Ward Stadium back, which again, it, it, you know, had been the money had been stolen uh, misappropriated the first time around so he's trying to get that group together there's a lot of talk of again turning zephyr field into a multi-purpose stadium that would be able to accommodate football golf uh, football uh, um, soccer also uh rugby because of the rugby team here maybe lacrosse uh and, and possibly baseball but but again more along yeah, the lines that of zephyr, football that, that over zephyr, at zephyr yeah
1: has, that zephyr idea has a lot of people excited i've that would be a boon to the area, I
0: believe. I agree. I agree. And it, and it needs to happen. And, it's the, and honestly, it doesn't look like we're going to get a minor league baseball team back in New Orleans anytime soon. So we need to move forward on that and, and to be able to, again, uh, make that a multi-purpose facility so that we have another place for high schools to be able to play.
1: No offense to minor league baseball. Uh, no, no, no. You know, of course, Ronnie has the owns the Rougarou now, and I get it. Yes. But the numbers of people that you can serve. Uh, you're not going to be able to touch the numbers you're gonna get from high school football and, and the other sports you mentioned
0: no, I agree and, and then of course, like I said, if you make it multipurpose, you can utilize other sports you know soccer lacrosse, and, and by et the way they,
1: by the way, they get it back it's not like you're providing it for free but you no. you know the local high schools the local high schools in Baton Rouge pay for, to for, to use Olympia and to use memorial right. um so yeah you, you get to pay rent on it
0: Yep, same thing here, and that's play. why, again, I think they need to, when you do it, you got to do it right. you got to do it with an eye to the future as well. You can't, I mean, it's almost like, again, the last time we did that was with the Superdome, okay, where we built something with the eye to the future that, again, that thing would be able to, to again, stand the test of time. Uh, we've kind of gone on the cheap with the arena down here in New Orleans, uh, which needs to be, again, they've given upgrades almost, uh, seems like, every few years. And, of course, now, with the deterioration of Zephyr Field, get in there and do it right? And uh, if if that can then that you have some longevity in terms of the ability uh, for that for that stadium to be able to last you know for maybe you know uh, multiple decades uh, and you know uh, serve the the high school system here uh, and and again maybe bring some other big games down here as well.
1: Well, let me ask you this, uh, and, and I'm totally ignorant on this: Does Tulane allow their stadium to be used for anything?
0: Yes. Yes, but there is, a, again, there was a clause when they built the stadium with the neighborhood that they are restricted on the number of games they can have per week in that stadium. So, okay. again, unless there's a work, they work, do work around with the city council to be able to uh, work with the neighborhood association to allow more games there, we won't see that. Now, look, there's a possibility the New Orleans Breakers may be playing there next year, right? Oh, okay. So, um, you know, that looks like the, the, the logical stadium for them coming going forward. Well, if
1: you have that rule that you're canceling a high school game on Thursday or Friday, then is what you're telling me.
0: Yeah, well, that's right. And then, look, let me, again, they, they've had some there on a Thursday, some there on a Friday, especially when Tulane's out of town. Uh, again, they've, had, they've played games on a Saturday. Uh, but it, it is an option. But again, it's the neighborhood has kind of been a buttress to, to allow it to be, again, being utilized full time, you know, by, 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 again, the entire city, meaning, again, high schools and also Tulane University.
1: Well, maybe, maybe maybe that's another thing that it should be done. I've been following the um, uh, what's the uh, the municipal auditorium, yep, and 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 how they got uh, what till August to get the money for that, and now with inflation, uh, how much would it cost to really redo that thing with inflation? It'd probably be two hundred million dollars. Well, yeah. Un-
0: unfor- unfortunately, was- maybe, again, maybe. Uh, multiple, multiple three three different term uh, three different uh, mayors. Uh, two of those obviously with eight year terms uh the, the second one now, and now the third one going into an eight year term uh when you when you when you talk about two terms two four year terms uh and the 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 rehabilitation uh the rebuilding of the infrastructure here in the city has moved very very slowly to the point that we may lose a billion dollars if, if we don't get it done uh this work done with with, uh, with within the next year or so although I although I will say this I truly believe that the uh congressional uh the our our, our congressmen uh and, and senators will really put a make
1: would it make sense for a football stadium to be on that plot of land
0: no it'll never happen it it is considered considered hollow ground uh okay. when, when you talk about Armstrong park and 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 yes. of course um uh, 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 uh you know everything else that that, that that's there well, no, no. <laughs> I'm, i don't just think like, you'd, okay. you'd, you'd never you'd never see that ever ever
1: yeah. So my point is, if my point is, if you rebuild that thing in, in, under the current architecture, and it holds seventy five hundred or whatever the number would be, and you've got the convention center, uh, you've got uh, the civic theater, which I went to a concert at a few a mm-hmm. months ago, uh, you've got all these venues. Uh, I know the 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 Fillmore's look like they're starting to crank back up and get some bigger bands, but you've got all these venues that
0: like it's some of them are like not being used to capacity. It's like so what would you use that for? The last thing Well, I'm thinking these about you want my opinion? Again, it can't go back to a, to a, um an auditorium type situation. It's got to be a cultural center. That's Congo Square. That's right in the middle of historic Tremé. And and they have to be a little diverse in their plans. On again, how they're going to utilize that? I mean, I've had some pushback from people who say we have enough cultural centers, but it needs to be a cultural center uh, there instead of again a, a, another place where you can hold concerts, etc. We have enough. And and yeah, I think it know,
1: was it, it sounded like the last. It was really m- mainly being used for like Mardi Gras balls.
0: It was Mardi Gras balls, and, and you know, I mean, so, you know, some some uh, I can't remember the last concert that was there, but yeah, it was really and more there, Mardi Gras balls. Really,
1: I, I the the only reason I knew about it because I was watching the documentary on Borg and McEnroe and McEnroe was telling a story about how he was playing a board in New Orleans at a tournament, yep. and it was held in that facility, and I went and looked it up, and it was like 1979 or 80. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I was asking people that, you know, would probably might have, and they remembered it. Uh, yep. It was on HBO. Well, not just
0: that. The, the brass played hockey there, okay? Uh, the jazz played there before the dome was ready okay they split between the Loyola Fieldhouse and the Municipal Auditorium you know all the jazz games i saw early were at were at the auditorium um so it was a multi-purpose facility and of course a lot of Mardi Gras balls were were, were held there as well um but you know that it's been destroyed it was you know, you know we had homeless living in it uh they haven't done enough to be able to keep to, to be able to um board it up and, ke- and keep again vagrants out so it's going to have to be again a, uh, a start over. Uh you know, uh, oh, you, you top you down got, you, you uh, in terms got, of rehabilitating that building. There's just no other way know, around it. And that's why got, you need to think of another use uh for that building. And I think that's, that's team what team we is. need to do going forward. I'm, honestly, Mike, you know, one of the things that that I think stymies our growth as a city is we we don't we're not we were forward thinking thinking in the 70s, okay? I don't know how forward thinking we are now. You know, we settle. Yeah, and I, That's I, the I, issue. The, the
1: problem with that facility now is I would like to know what the price tag is just to get all the mold out before you can even get to work.
0: Oh, look, it's, it's going it's to be ridiculous. Uh, but it, it is a grand building. It's been neglected and, and decaying. Uh, but they could turn this thing around and, 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 again, make it into something that could be utilized by the community. And, look, Congo Square, Louis Armstrong Park – uh, that that's kind of hollow ground here in New Orleans, so they could do something that also reflects that as well, uh, you know. But we'll see how it goes. Look, it's all politics in this state, in this city. You know it. Um, it's it, uh, you are, know, are, take are one you, step forward with say three say, steps okay, backwards. Uh, well, you say a culture, center. Are you talking about like a, a, another concert venue? No, just a, a place where people can congregate. You could have thing. You could do arts and create uh, uh, stuff for the arts there. I mean, there's a lot okay. of different things you can do. I mean, again, um, uh, first of all, the community needs to have input. Okay, that's the main thing. The community is going to use it. The community is the input. Well, and, and I mean, and as a talk important. show host, I can talk about what, what we, I think I want, what it could be want. The community has got to have the input. Well, and and I, look, I know the community uh, does not want another municipal auditorium there. They want something well, that I'm the community can, can utilize well, every day.
1: What was impressive in the news stories that I saw was the community did rise up when they yep. were hearing the mayor talking about wanting to move uh, the offices there.
0: Yes, wanted to move the City Hall there. No, there's no yeah, doubt. And, 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 and that, and of course, they, they, has been squashed now. The mayor's kind of held the money over the, over the head of the community at this point, but it is going to be rectified. Mike, it's out of time. We're out of time at this point. So i I got I to tell you thank you for your time and uh, ask you to tell the folks about your fantastic site, TigerBait.com, and how folks can subscribe.
1: That's it. Go to TigerBait.com. Uh, got our YouTube show tonight at 8 o'clock, LSU Tigers. On Tiger Bait is our YouTube channel. We're going to do a live show from 8 to 9. And uh, go to TigerBait.com and subscribe. If you're an LSU fan, we want to have you as a part of our
0: online community. At Scarborough Mike on Twitter. Mike, we'll check in with you next week. Thanks for your time, bud. Enjoy the conversation.
1: All right, Eric. Talk soon, man. Thanks.
0: That's Mike Scarborough. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Eating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. Looking for a company you can trust with your AC system? Trust Burkhardt. That's Burkhardt, acpromise.com. We'll be right back.
4: New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at Nash fm 1061com Country for Life, 1061, Nash Icon
0: this report is sponsored by ebay motors
5: ray maliazzi here the tear in my driver's seat does have sentimental value since my butt's molded to fit it but i'm ready for a new one from ebay motors with all the right parts at the right prices 122 million of them till then i'll just scooch ebay motors let's ride
6: look out for a stalled vehicle blocking the right lane on 10 westbound at franklin avenue also in the meantime look out for delays that are going to be solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. Also in the meantime, look out for delays that are gonna be solid on 10 westbound from Causeway to just past Clearview. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are solid from just past St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Also look out for delays if you're traveling along the eastbound side of the Crescent City connection from just before Chapatulas to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brenner Traffic Center.
7: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, Others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit jpsojobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary.
0: Be on Hickory.
7: The smoke is back at churches. Our
0: $6 smokehouse chicken meal is a juicy half chicken served with mashed potatoes and a honey butter
4: biscuit. All that for just six bucks, but not for long. Churches, welcome to the great state of flavor. Offer valid at participating locations.
0: Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Thanks to Mike Scarborough of TigerBeat.com for joining us now. Sean Pazan of Fox 8 Sports, straight off the set at Fox 8. Sean, how are you, bud? How are you? Doing great, Sean. Thanks for the time, bud. I know it's a busy day for you. Really appreciate you always carving out some time for us. And uh, we'll start something a little bit different today with the with the NBA draft tomorrow. Um, what do you think the pounds are going to do? You think they'll hold tight at eight and take the best player available? You think they'll trade up in, in the draft and maybe try to get a, uh, maybe a better player? Uh, um, you know, one of the top four players uh, in the draft? Do you think they're 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 gonna package that pick with players and maybe bring in a veteran? Which direction do you think they're gonna go?
8: You know, I, I don't know that there's a wrong answer with the, the 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 scenarios you've just played out because um you can certainly see um you know, the case for each one of those scenarios and I think that's the that's the good thing about the current state of the Pelicans. Uh, which is something we haven't said a lot over the last few seasons. So, um you know, I, I don't I, I don't know which way they go. Um, you know if they stand pat at eight something feels like they'll have some decent uh, players it looks to at least everything I've read after the first three or four picks it's fairly wide open uh, after that so it could have some interesting possibilities there for the team at eight trading back would be interesting I don't know if there's a whole lot of spots available to add multiple rookies on the team and then, and then you you're talk about a situation where multiple rookies made the team a year ago and then moving up yeah I mean I, can, I guess I can understand that but uh, again, this is a this is a team that's that's pretty that's pretty set from the starting lineup, and even from your first two or three guys off the bench. So uh, I don't know, do you need to be that aggressive? I guess if you fall in love with somebody, but I think they're in a good position to find someone they like, and someone that can get they, they can be somewhat patient with. They don't necessarily need to need to uh, you know start right away, year one or even year two, if they decide to, to draft someone. Or you know maybe they say Let, let's go get a veteran. Um, let's you know, like the, the scenario we mentioned but package the pick and maybe a veteran you know a player on your roster and go and get another veteran you think may help you maybe be a better fit i love that option as well um so yeah i, I think there i don't know if there's a whole lot of wrong answers there in the scenarios that you laid out just because of how stable the organization seems right now
0: well it sure didn't look like what that way at the beginning of this season that's for sure uh again the 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 fact that, again, the three rookies were able to come in and assimilate themselves quickly and really become real part of this team, which, again, led to the C.J. McCollum trade because they felt like they were getting pretty close uh, to to, to, um, to get, at least getting in, into the play-in tournament. Um, and I, I'm i going to tell you right now, I lean more toward going out and getting the veteran. i got to be honest with yes. you. I think that, that you got a team now that, again, you've got three young players that, that are getting some real playing time. I'm not saying that you, you, know, you couldn't go in and get one of these kids that could come in and, and, and help you either immediately or in the future. But I think you're, you're, this team is now looking at top four. They, they're, they're believing mm-hmm. they could be a top four team in the West. And I think, of, again, utilizing that pick, uh, maybe, again, shedding some salary. Again, uh, we know that Deontay Graham is on, is on the uh, trading block. Uh, and bringing in a vet that can really help you, a guy, a 3-and-D guy, somebody who can shoot and defend. I think we will really go a long way in maybe helping this team take the next step. That if it, yeah. if I'm David Griffin, if that's dangled in front of me, uh, it's going to be hard for me to turn that down.
8: Yeah, I, I can understand that, uh, and I, I actually like that uh, approach. If that's indeed the way they want to go, because I think it, it also sends a message to your organization that okay, look, in case you guys were wondering, this is we're 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 interested in winning big now, not tomorrow. Now, so I think it certainly sends a message to your organization and obviously your fan base, I think you can be somewhat selective in terms of you can be, okay, who who out there that could be available really, you can really pinpoint exactly what you need. I know you mentioned 3 and D. I think that's obviously that seems to be the consensus in terms of what they can use certainly use uh, for help. Uh, pinpoint who that person could be. And if you can go out and get them, great. If you can't, um, you know, maybe a good player comes in at eight. and Maybe they are a little more advanced than you thought. and Maybe they can contribute more than you thought. I mean, you certainly didn't think you were going to get much out of, uh, all the rookies that you got in this past year, and look what happened. So, um, nonetheless, I just I just feel like you're now you're in more of this you're you're past the building blocks, and now you're in more of the fine tuning phase of your franchise. I think it's a really good spot to be if you're the Pelicans right now.
2: Yeah,
0: and, of course, what we're seeing right now out of Zion has to be – I'm excited. I mean, if you have to be a Pelican fan, you have to be – for the first time since he's come to New Orleans, it looks like he's taken the weight thing seriously. He's in the best shape of his life based on, again, all the videos and, and, and the pictures that we've seen. Now again, uh, he should be working on on expanding that game, like you and I have talked about for years now, right? But again, the first step is there. He's got the personal chef, and he's in the best shape it looks like of his life. And then that that's a big step for a guy that again that has injury and weight problems, uh, especially this early. Again, you're looking. This is June 22nd, so again, it can uh, hopefully no injuries happen. Uh, he'll be ready for camp, and he looks like he's going to be ready for a big year.
8: Yeah, no, I'm not overreacting, pictures, Eric. Done that before. Not doing it. So. Uh sure looks good no doubt about it but uh he, so we see him on the court uh which obviously he should be on the court but uh we've been teasing the past so uh i just i hope everything works out and he's uh in shape and looking good and and on the court being a beast that we know he can be but uh he's got to be on the court for a uh, considerable amount of time uh, when the season starts so uh not overreacting to a june picture uh, i know that's kind of been the work its way through but mm-hmm. um i guess i just uh, i want to see it when it counts
0: well, I want to see the expansion of the game. I want to see he's got I want to, I want to see that mid-range shot. That's what I want to see. I want to see that attention to detail when it comes to defense. That to me is the next step for him as a pro. If he can do that, if he can work on that this summer and and we can see evidence of that uh in the when the season opens up in October, uh this team is going to go a long way in, in having a chance to be a top 14 well,
8: There's no doubt. Um I mean, we've seen enough of him dunking. I mean, even the even right. the updated uh, videos that you see of his recovery, it's always him dunking. We've seen enough of that, and, and, and indeed, he's as good as there is in the league in terms of getting to the rim and, and finishing strong. But I think uh, there needs to be an av- evolution to his game to pair with that you know, kind of ferocious ability to get to the, to the rim to uh, a nice mid-range kind of stop, hit the 15-footer um, if he has to step out. You don't have to be a three point shooter, but if, if if the situation calls for it, he can step out and mm-hmm. knock down a three if he has to. Um, I think that's certainly parts of his game that he can add to, it. and then obviously uh, a little more dialed in on the defensive end could certainly help as well.
0: Yep, no doubt. Let's let's shift gears to the Saints. Uh, you got a chance to see OTAs in minicamp. As you're sitting back and you're thinking about it, because I know you do this, you know, get preparing for your blogs, preparing for for again your your fantastic podcast. Just your, your your thoughts on again how those how the OTAs went, how minicamp went, and, and how how these guys responded under Dennis Allen.
8: Yeah, I, I think it would be hard to say they are not objectively better because if you really look at this roster, and I hate doing the on paper thing because I've done it before and got burned, but realistically, when you look at the pieces that they've added combined with what they were able to do a season ago. I mean, I think they are objectively better. doesn't mean they're going to do the same they did last year. It just means uh, I feel like they added value to their roster where they needed it. Um, and we saw some of that in the offseason. We didn't see the whole thing. Didn't see quite as much as I would have liked in terms of some of the guys that missed OTAs. But nonetheless, uh, we saw quite a bit of it uh, during minicamp. As far as the tone or as far as how they're vibing under Dennis Allen, it feels pretty business as usual um there's not a, a lot of over emotion there's not a lot of uh i don't know what else to say not, not a lot of rah-rah stuff it's just pretty much get in get your job done and, and, and get on with the next thing um and that's kind of what you, you 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 wanted when you said you wanted a guy like Dennis Allen's really just to keep the train moving and it's, it's kind of what he's doing um you know i've used the tone more rela term more relaxed i, I I don't want to give off the wrong vibe with that because it's not like everyone's just doing what they want to do. That's not the case. It's just, um, it's just not quite as. It's just, it's just a little more of a relaxed vibe, and I think that can be a good thing uh, until it's time to turn it on and crank up the focus. And when that time comes, how do they react? I think there's enough leadership on this team and enough self-starters and enough pride on this team to so where they wouldn't let that become a problem when it's time to turn it on, turn on the intensity, and really hone in on what you have to do to get better, and, and obviously win games.
0: Sean, um, I, don't, I don't want to call it wink-links because that, that, that that's a little bit um, overboard, but any positions you feel like, again, that they need to maybe either, either backfill or tweak?
8: Yeah, I think it's the same ones we've been looking at. Um, you know, running back position, you know, the David Johnson thing didn't work out. Uh, not sure where they were in terms of a contract. I really felt like that was going to happen, but um, obviously it did not. So David Johnson is not going to be all part of the New Orleans Saints. I still think they could add someone. Matter of fact, but an hour before you called me, um, I mean that running back position. I mean there's some really young guys, and there's a, a frankly an old guy in, in Mark Ingram, and I, I think you got to you got to add some other, something else in there just to at least. Bring up the competition in the room, Um, so uh, we'll see there at the running back position. Um, You know, linebacker. I think there's a need for some depth. I just think the numbers can get a little thin behind the starters. Um, I I I know Quan Alexander's name's been out there. I I just believe that they believe in Pete Werner, and I think they like Quan Alexander. But frankly, Quan Mm. Alexander's been hurt a lot. Um, throughout his time here with the Saints and obviously throughout his career. I'm not saying it won't happen. I'm not saying it can't happen. I just believe right now uh, they like their second-round investment uh, in Pete Werner. But I still think you can add a player that can give you some rotational depth and can really help you with some special teams because a lot of those linebackers, particularly those reserve linebackers, they really do a lot of work when it comes to special teams as well. So I think when you look at the numbers there, a little thin, perhaps you can add some value there at the linebacker position and maybe – um, I know it's been talked about the offensive line. I can understand that to a point. Although I do, I was going through the numbers. I think, I think if you add one, fine. But I don't know if it's a it's a dire need. Maybe you can look at the tight end position. Um, perhaps there's something there. But mm-hmm. other than that, I think from a number standpoint, a depth standpoint, I think you're, you're you're about you're about set. And then obviously things happen when people get hurt and players get hurt. And we know that happens. But I think for that for the most part, feel pretty set at a lot of these positions.
0: Final question for you. we got to jump back uh, on, on TV. How, how did you like the progress of Jameis Winston through OTAs and minicamp?
8: I, I thought the limp got better. Okay? I thought the limp got better. I thought it was noticeable. I thought he, lay, he was laboring with it early in OTAs, first week, second week. By the third week, it felt like he got a little bit better. Fourth week, which I believe was, was that mini camp the fourth week was the four, fourth week was minicamp. I felt like the last practice of minicamp was the first time I wrote on my notepad, all right, I think he's, the, the, the limp is better. It, I think he's worked, I think he's figured it out when it comes to the limp, how to handle and manage uh, the brace on his leg. Um, and I felt like that practice was his best practice, throwing the ball, though they didn't go too far downfield. I felt like he was stepping into throws and driving it a little bit better. Up until that point, I still felt like he wasn't stable. Uh, hitting the second- and third-level throws. Uh, And I think that's key, Eric. I mean, I've said it the last couple weeks on our shows here. I mean, Jameis Winston has spent his entire offseason getting healthy. At some point, he has to clear that hurdle, and he has to focus on getting better because I went through every one of his throws from a season ago. There are things, tangible improvements he must make as a quarterback. He's got to become a better quarterback. And up until this point, it's really been about getting healthy and making that kind Mm -hmm. of progress. So hopefully that's coming soon. I, I do think he's working like crazy to get there. You certainly respect that. I think we won't know for sure until we see him at training camp, perhaps in full pads with an offensive line in front of him and a pass rush in, uh, in front of him as well. And there's a, there's a stunt coming, there's an A-gap blitz, and he's got to maneuver, and he's got to step into a throw, uh, and he's got to throw you know, the 15-yard in-cut. Can he make that throw? Can he make that play accurate, uh, you know, accurately? And I think mm-hmm. uh, until he can do that, I think we always be a little curious about his health, but when that happens, I think we could officially uh, move on to the next phase, which is honing in on his craft uh, and getting a little bit better. And something he knows—I think he even talked about it. I believe it was in the, uh, the Monday right. Morning Quarterback uh, article a few weeks ago. Some of the things he—tangible things he wanted to work on. I, I don't think anyone uh, thought that he was a—you know—a a finished product from an actual quarterback standpoint. So um, I just think he's getting close, health-wise. And once he gets the health thing clear, perhaps he can get to, or he needs to get to, the improvement as a quarterback.
0: That's Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. Sean, tell us about, again, your award-winning blog, uh, your fantastic podcast. Also, again, all the programming in Fox 8 and how folks can follow you on social media.
8: That's Sean Vazan Fox 8 on Twitter. Uh, My blog is the At The Further Review blog on fox8live.com, the Final Play app. Uh, Check out our podcast on that app as well. Also, wherever you download the podcast, wrap it up, mini-camp. And then tonight, we'll have... um, Preview of the Pelicans draft and some uh, some vulnerable veterans on the Saints roster who would veterans could be in danger who, who need a, a strong training camp. Let's put it that way tonight at 10. So check that out. And, then of course, the final play Sunday night at
0: 10.30. Looking forward to it, my friend. Thanks so much for your time as always. All right, buddy. That's uh, Sean Vazan of Fox 8 Sports. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Doesn't matter where you live. AC breaks down there, there. Fifteen trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, after-hour service as well. Go with a company you can trust, a company I've trusted for decades. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Uh, today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid City, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, Bienvenue on Hickory. All are open, all are ready for you to get out and enjoy a great meal at the Katie's Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hi, Eric Gasher here with my good friend Mike Della the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, drive-out, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. The TikTok Cafe Causeway at I-10 in Metro. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
5: And Doug. Chances are you're jamming in your car right now. And since Liberty Mutual customizes car insurance, so you only pay for what you need, Lemu and I are going to show you some safe car dance moves. Hit it. Everybody, check your blind spots real quick. Now, hands on the wheel. On the wheel. Put them 10 in 2 and move your head like a bird do. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com.
2: Liberty, 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 Liberty.
7: Uh, hey dad, cool if I change this?
4: They may not get each other's music, but they can both get a COVID-19 booster shot. Because the CDC recommends booster shots for people 12 years and older after completion of a primary series. Schedule an appointment as soon as you are eligible. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. If you're injured in a car crash, never settle for less than you deserve from the insurance company, and don't settle for just any law firm. Demand Dudley DeBosier. It's always our goal to get you the maximum compensation you deserve, and with our no-fee guarantee, you pay us nothing. No fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. Call now, and we'll review your case for free. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. That's 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. LA-2213579.
0: All right, I want to thank uh, Mike Scarborough of TigerBait.com, Sean Vizan of Fox 8 Sports for joining us in the first hour. Celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie's Francesca by Katie's and uh, Bienvenue on Hickory will be our guest at 515. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's family of restaurants. Get out there and enjoy a great meal. Remember, it's Restaurant Week. Katie's is participating. We'll tell you all about it in hour number two. Eric Asher with you to six. Don't go anywhere. Number two of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until six, four to six weekdays right here on uh, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Thanks so much for being there. Certainly appreciate you checking out the show, wherever you check out the show, whether you're doing it live each and every weekday uh, from four to six right here on 106.1 FM. Maybe you're doing it on the iHeartRadio app, the tune-in radio app, uh, free download for your smartphone or tablet. Uh, and uh, an opportunity for you to be able to uh, listen to the show whenever you feel like listening to the show as well because you can also check out our podcast there because our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's are home base, but when your favorite, we're on your favorite podcasting platform. NASHFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Uh, that That is our social media platforms. So again, uh, uh, happy to happy to be able to uh, bring this show to you on so many platforms and hope to take advantage of it uh, at, at your leisure. I uh, want to thank uh, both uh, Sean Vazan and Mike Scarborough for joining us in the first hour. Uh, celebrity Chef Scott Craig is just a few minutes away. Uh, today's program is brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. We'll tell you more about that in a moment. want to remind everybody about tomorrow, which is Thursday. Every Thursday we, we have a... Uh, we have a TV show for you, uh, and, of course, it's um, Inside New Orleans Sports. You can check it out on WLAE-TV tomorrow at Thursday. That's every Thursday at 1 p.m. It's a live broadcast uh, and, uh, of course, live streaming on the WLA TV YouTube page. And then we have a plenty of ways for you to be able to catch the program. 6 p.m. on LAE, it's our first rebroadcast on Thursday night, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, WLA TV 2, 9 o'clock on every Friday night on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE TV, Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, always on our social media platforms, always on the WLA TV YouTube page. And always at ericasher.com. Uh, so make sure you check out Jeff Duncan, who joins me on the program tomorrow. Uh, from NOLA.com, the Times-Picayune, the advocate, and also a contributor to Fox 8 Sports. Always good to have Jeff on the show. And we should be able to cover a lot of, um, a lot of different subjects with Jeff tomorrow. All right. Um, I want to remind everybody about our good friends over at the Katie's Family of Restaurants. And uh, it's restaurant week. So I was telling you guys a little bit earlier, and Scott's going to come in and going to really kind of jump into the menu for you. Uh, I'm not even going to attempt to do that. Uh, But um, it's an opportunity for you to go out this week and enjoy one of your favorite restaurants at a discounted rate, or maybe a restaurant that you've never had the opportunity to enjoy in in, in the past. Uh, Maybe it's a restaurant that you've been wanting to go go to and you just haven't had a chance to be able to do that. Uh, This is a great chance for you to do this. Of course, Restaurant Week was developed uh, because of, again, restaurants kind of, you know, as, as schools letting out, people are going on vacation, you get into something in the summertime, people are not eating out as much. And, of course, it, it gives uh, people an impetus to go out there and, and enjoy, again, a fantastic meal at a discounted rate at, at some of our finest restaurants in the city. So take advantage of it. It's, uh, again, all the, way, it's all the way to the 26th uh, of this month. And, uh, of course, Scott as uh, the president of the LRA, uh, will tell us more about that. Uh, and of course, um, how you can go and enjoy it over at Katie's as well. Of course, um, today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid City. Uh, we've already told you to Mama Mary's Meatloaf on tap every single Wednesday. Fantastic. Uh, and then, of course, the Bradley Dale, Dale Piva Dough Surf and Turf Night tonight. Pardon me. Um, with, again, uh, fantastic barbecue for you. Uh, and. Uh, uh, a great menu to boot every single night, every single afternoon for you over at Katie's, and don't forget about their award-winning Sunday brunch. Four eight eight six five eight two is the phone number. Katie's in Mid dot com is the um, is the website where again you can check out the menu. Also, uh, S C O T at Katie's in Mid dot com is Scott's direct email. Uh, a lot of folks again getting getting parties together. Maybe again it's you you've you've got um, uh, plans coming up this summer. And you're looking for a place to have a uh, and one of your events, man. Look, I'm telling you right now, two ways you can do this. First of all, uh, the Katie's family, uh, the Katie's family of restaurants, have a way for you to have a way for you to be able to enjoy uh, a, a great event at one of their venues. But I'm telling you from experience, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it, when that white panel truck pulls up to your venue, I don't care if it's your home, if you're, you're, you're you have this at again at a you know one of the great venues here in the city. Uh, and they see that Katie's emblem on the side of the truck. Uh, your guests are, are, are going to be oohing and on ah the whole time there. Uh, I, we had uh, my wife's and en- uh, my, my daughter's engagement party here uh, with with Katie, uh, Katie's restaurant, um, catering it for us. And, and I'm, I'm telling you, just everybody that walked into the in, into the house, the first thing I said, "Wait, Katie's is doing this." So I mean. <laughs> Something to be said for again when when Katie's is catering your event and to see that big white panel truck out there with the Katie's emblem on it. Uh so don't hesitate. S C O T Uh Scott will will get you and uh we'll get that menu together for you. Uh they'll sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for uh for this event and uh i promise you. Uh the crew over there is second to none when when they, when they put on an event and of course the food. Ah, come on. It's Katie's. Are you kidding me? Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, again, the hottest restaurant uh, in, in, in Lakeview. Uh, folks, it started off uh, with, again, a lot of folks from Lakeview enjoying it, but now people from around the city are going there because, they again, they, they understand. It's a St. Louis-style deli with a New Orleans flair. And Not only is it great sandwiches, it's also great. Uh, uh, they have great uh, specials for you. And then those family meals, I, I can't stress it enough, if you're a a, a family on the go, and you're look, looking to be able to feed your family after all the extracurricular activity you've got to deal with. And, of course, you and your wife working, et cetera. These family meals are a godsend. Uh, nutritious meal for you every single night. And, of course, leftovers to boot. You can't, you can't beat it. 515 Harrison Avenue. If you have not tried uh, uh, Francesca by Katie's, get on out there as soon as you can. Uh, believe me, you will be happy you did. Wine and beer is also available. St. Louis style deli with sandwiches and sodas that again come straight from St. Louis. Scott's mother-in-law's recipes, uh, Italian recipes are part of again um, uh, what they're serving over at Francesca's and I promise you, uh, you'll be satisfied. You'll be glad you did. And of course, Bienvenue on Hickory, uh, 467 Hickory Avenue. uh, Contemporary career cuisine. Great southern dishes for you in a fantastic atmosphere. Uh, Always got again your New Orleans favorites for you. Fresh Louisiana seafood. Bien BienvenueHickory.com is how you can check out the entire menu. And remember, dine in, so indoors, dine outdoors, but also rent out the entire restaurant for your next event. How about that, okay? Uh, that's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in the All right, let's head to the guest line. My good friend, celebrity chef Scott Craig joins us each and every Wednesday at this time. Scotty, how you doing?
3: I'm doing great, my friend. I mean, that was a diatribe on everything we're doing, man, and I appreciate it. It's great. Well, and, and
0: Look, Scotty, it's a lot, but I'm telling you, um, it's something that people have to go experience. You know, like if you've never experienced Sunday brunch at, at, at Katie's, I mean, that's an event. People, people you know,
3: a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, they just, you know, and, and now with Restaurant Week, uh, what you're doing with that, with again, the Two two courses for lunch, three is it three courses or four courses for dinner, and then of course now you threw the Sunday brunch in there. Come on, man, I mean you're getting an opportunity to get fantastic uh, uh, menu at a discounted rate.
3: Yeah, uh, it's really a good deal, and you're you're right about the, the Katie's experience. You know, I, I I try to explain to people, you know, like. I'm, you know, I'm friends with Ian McMelphie, who's a food critic, you know, and he is so honest and so direct, but I I was talking to him the other day about how Katie, you know, the food is good, it really is, but the experience of Katie, walking in the door, old school, neighborhood environment, smiles on everyone's faces, I'm really, really proud of my staff, For who they are and what they have made Katie's. And, you know, I I couldn't do it without them, man. I mean, they're just, they're amazing people. Um, My whole staff. I mean, they're great. And, you know, I've been been doing quite a few interviews this week, Mm -hmm. you know, about Restaurant Week. I've done a bunch of TV. You know, and and I always go to my staff. My staff is what makes it special. And I'm just so proud to be part of it. And that's all I am, man. as part of it, you know. I just, I just want everyone to be happy and smile. And it's just, they do a phenomenal job, man. They really do. You're very
0: modest. You're the straw that stirs the drink, okay? I I mean, mean. that's 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 the deal, right there. Hey, by the way, our mutual friend Scott, a fellow Brother Martin Crusader like yourself, just texted me and wants to know if you'll cater in Mandeville.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely, man. I do it I will at- send
0: him your info personally if he doesn't already have it and I'll let him get in contact with you. How's that?
3: Yeah, just give him my cell number. Um I, will. I do you know, the Saints coaches hire me to go over there and do events for them and you know. I don't mind. I'll go anywhere, man. You know, and and I enjoy it, you know, the staff enjoys it. So uh, especially for a brother Martin.
0: Well, we, we knew they'd throw that one in. We, you guys stick together till death. We know that. That's for sure.
3: <laughs> we really, really do. <laughs> I know that's up. the truth. Uh, I love my fellow my satyrs, fellas man. Well, and I mean,
0: you're a big part of Brother Martin as well. I mean, again, you're not just an alumni that went to school there, and, but you're there. You're giving back. Your son went to school there and graduated from there. You still are involved in a big way with the school. Whenever the school has needs, they turn to someone like you uh, to facilitate that. So it's not just like you're a fair weather alum. You're still involved with the school still today.
3: Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, man. And I'm very, very proud of my school. Very proud of my school. Yeah, I mean,
0: hey, Scotty. I mean, for for those that don't know anything about Restaurant Week, you're the president of the LRA right now. I talked a little bit about the genesis of it, trying to get again locals getting back out to restaurants that maybe during the they they haven't done in a, in, a, in a tough time during the summer. And we'll do something again. what, in August there'll be another there'll be another um, rollout as well. But to tell the folks a little bit about it and 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 how they can go out and enjoy it, and maybe maybe where they can find the restaurant menus as well.
3: Yeah, I mean just go on the. Uh... Louisiana Restaurant Association site and it will tell you all of the restaurants and you can choose your restaurant the menus should be on there um, I actually haven't looked at the site unfortunately because you know I'm, I'm a computer moron so you know it's like but everyone there are 70 restaurants that that are uh, that are that are um, involved in restaurant week and everyone's just got an incredible three or four course menu It's you'll walk out of the building with food and um, it is simply a weekly. You know, we also do culinary, which is a month long event where Mm -hmm. we do the same thing pretty much. But we're trying to give local restaurants business during the hot summer months. And it's grown every year. So it's just it's been very successful. We've been very, very busy this week. Uh, a lot of people I talk to said, well, we're busy anyway. Well, you know, we're busy too anyway. You know, I, I really am. I mean, the summer months are, are busy for us too. I mean, we, I'm very, very, very fortunate. But I do it to help other restaurants, to get other restaurants involved and to be a part of something positive for our industry. That is the reason I do it. Do we need it? No, I don't think we need it because we'd have done well anyway. But it's also just be a part of something great, and I, I believe being a part of the LRA and New Orleans and Company, and the Hospitality Foundation, and everyone else involved, is something great. And, and you know, we we work together in New Orleans to help other restaurants. Um, I, I just believe in it. You know, you know me, Eric. I, I mean, yep. I don't look at any one as competition. No, you don't. You know, I look at it as...
0: Which is mind-blowing, but it's true, you don't.
3: No, I don't. It makes an area stronger. Like Mid-City, when someone opens a restaurant in Mid-City, it makes the area stronger. And you know what? If it is a little bit competitive, it makes you a better businessman. It makes you work harder for it. Mm -hmm. That's all it does. I mean, a lot of people just don't take competition very well. I don't look at it that way. I look at it as a positive, and um, you know, I mean, we should all, in any business, any field, look at it as a positive. It should make you work hard. Yep. You know, no, no and, doubt about uh, it. You know, and I'm just proud to be a part of the LRA, and um, I, I just I want everyone. Well, they do to good,
0: do good. Well. They do really good work for the restaurant industry, and, oh, and it's and it's a it's an outlet for restaurateurs to be able to utilize, to be able to what? I mean, to be able to help them with workman's comp, insurance. I mean, yeah. there are a lot of questions that can be answered through Absolutely. the LRA, That especially young, young restaurateurs who are maybe just getting in the business. That, that's a conduit for them. That's an opportunity for them to be able to tap into other restaurateurs like yourself who have been doing it for a long time that can maybe help those guys along the way.
3: Right. Absolutely. And you would not believe how our, our state president, Stan Harris, he works so hard in Baton Rouge to constantly get the politicians to look out for the industry, Uh, especially during COVID when, you know, when we were trying to get money for the industry. And, I mean, Stan was a big part of that, man. And I don't think people outside of the LRA understand how hard Stan Harris works for our industry. And, you know, I I just think everyone should be a member and everyone should be involved. You know, and as president this year, I'm trying to get, more restaurants involved. And I think what we need is a little bit more diversity. Um, We need lots of, we need everyone to see what the LRA does. And, you know, that's what I'm working on. And uh, I want to open people's eyes to how important it really is. I'm telling you, man, during the pandemic, he made things a whole lot easier than they could have been. We got emails every day you know, telling us what was going on, exactly what was going on. And if, if I needed advice from anyone, I could call me. I I call Stan. And I mean, he calls me back and me, if he's in a meeting, he'll tell me, Hey man, I'll call you right back. I mean, the guy is just on it, man. He's on the ball and he's been a great leader for us and he's working for all restaurants and hospitality members, not just the LRA. I mean, not just LRA members. He works for everyone. And, um, I just can't say enough about it. I'm proud of it, and here we are Restaurant Week again.
0: Yep. So, again, yep. I did want to ask you this because this happened, and you and I talked about this when, when this when this came down. Um, the you know the Baders you know Rami and and, and Mo again Rami's had has stuff over at your restaurant before from the from the Oceana family of restaurants they yeah. won their court case this week again in terms of business interruption insurance with uh, that uh, that was affected by COVID 19 yeah. where the insurance companies refused to pay restaurants on their business interruption insurance because it was a quote unquote virus. Uh, This was a big precedent that was set this past last week in in terms of business interruption insurance for those in the hospitality industry. Uh, Now, again, I'm sure the insurance company is going to to appeal once again and may end up having to go to the Supreme Court before it's all said and done. But this was a big victory for the restaurant industry and really those that have business interruption insurance. Because, Scotty, I can remember you talking about your business interruption insurance where they were hesitant to pay you for a while.
3: Well, they never did pay me for the pandemic.
0: Okay, well, there uh, you go.
3: I have had problems in the past with with storms, with hurricanes, Hurricane Isaac, with prior companies that I was doing business with. But I am with Kevin Sheehan from State Farm Insurance Now with Ida, and we were, we were com- made completely whole, and we were closed for two months. I could not be any happier. With Kevin Sheehan. And yes, when the pandemic started, I was up at arms that we were not going to be covered. But it is written in stone on my policy. It says, there is a line, we do not cover pandemic related interruptions. So I don't think I have a case. Uh, I don't know. You know, I'll have to ask. Obviously, the
0: Bainers did because they won their court case. Well, in, in the business, business interruption insurance, but it also again didn't did it kind of made people aware now that they have to look at the fine print of their policy. And in your case, obviously something had to happen with your policy to make sure that that, that again that you were paid off during this this past what hurricane, right?
3: Well, yes, I in the past had business interruption with other companies, but the fine print. You know, and I always had my insurance with a friend. The problem is that friend did not have a relationship with the company he was selling to me. Mm. I cannot stress the importance for any business owner or anyone when they sign up with an insurance company to make sure that that agent has a relationship with the company that he's selling to you. Now, obviously, Kevin Sheehan at State Farm is with State Farm, and he's not selling you another company. But these other agents, what they do is they go out and find you the best deal with carriers. And, you know, they could go through five or six carriers, and they find you the best deal, and boom, you have insurance. But in those policies, it said the power outage must be caused on-premise. In other words, Something would have to happen, like a fire or something like that, for the business interruption to be covered. But what happened when, when you have a hurricane or a flood, the power outage is caused on the poles outside, which is not on your premises. It's caused by the power company failing. Okay? So they didn't cover us. So I went to Kevin Sheehan and I said, and and, and I had known Kevin, but this is after Isaac, so we're talking about 13. I've been with him nine years now. And I told him my problem, and I said, Kevin, I think it's absolutely ridiculous that they have small print. He said, Scotty, we have a policy that covers any power out. The power goes out, we start paying you eight, after eight hours. The power has to be out for eight hours. Mm -hmm. And after that, we start paying you. And it was written perfectly and Kevin, over the years, as my friend, would joke with me and say, Man, I can't wait for something to happen to you so I can show you how I'm going to take care of you because I believe in my company. And, man, they took care of it, Eric. I mean, That's they beautiful. took care
0: of it. And that, you you want to hear that because we hear so many other stories of, nope. uh, of those that, again, that didn't get taken care of, had to eat the loss. And in some nope. cases, that was the difference between them staying open and closing for good.
3: Kevin Sheehan gives me the ability to sleep every night because I know if something goes down, I'm good. He's got my back. That's because he knows his company, and he has a great relationship with his company. No matter who you buy insurance with, I cannot stress. Don't skimp on it. Spend the extra money to cover your butt because – Camping on insurance will end up biting you on the butt later on. Every time. And the other thing is make sure your agent knows the company that he's selling to you. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that I've learned as a businessman in New Orleans over the last 30 years. Beautiful. Scotty, go. we're going
0: to drop. We're going gonna we're gonna, we're gonna to stop yep. it right there. I'm going to take a break. When we come back, I want to jump into some sports. Got a lot coming up. Pells, again, eighth overall pick in the draft uh, on, on tomorrow night. Uh, yep. Saints have wrapped up mini camp. We got uh, a lot going on, College World Series, et cetera. Uh, so let me Chef Scott Craig is our guest. Katie's. Uh, By Francesca, Francesca by Katie's, Bienvenue on Hickory are, again, our title sponsors each and every Wednesday. Get out there and enjoy a great meal, fantastic cocktails at the Katie's family of restaurants. I'm Eric Asher. Don't forget about our friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If you're in the market for a generator, you heard Scott talking about, again, uh, power going out, Uh, Burkhardt can be there for you. That's right. When you're looking for a generator, uh, think Burkhardt. And, and allow them to be able to come out and give you, uh, again, uh, their 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 consultation on uh, on, on uh, Generator Sales and Service. It'll be Jason Burkhardt. He's in charge of the division. He'll come out, sit with you, find out what you're looking for to power up your home or your business when the electricity goes out. Uh, after you guys come to an agreement, single day install. Put you on the calendar for a single day install. Hey, you can finance it over time with low monthly notes. Also, that new install quality check after one month, something that a Burkhart does with everything they install for you. They want you to be comfortable uh, with the equipment that, again, that they've installed in your home or your business. And then comes the service, which is second to none, impeccable. 24-7, 365 emergency service for generators. Uh, warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. And as soon as it's safe for the guys to come out and, and, re- and repair your generator, they'll be out there getting you back up and running. No no, no no, excuses, just getting you back up and running. That's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. That's acpromise.com. That's Generator Sales and Service. That's acpromise.com. We'll be right back.
2: Inside New Orleans. If it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher
0: is talking about it. We taste it 4 on 1061 Nash Icon. And available online anytime. At NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples offers tech solutions and accessories for learners, small business, and remote workers too. Right now, Apple AirPods Pro are only 199 You save $50. Offer N625 while supplies last. Limit two. Explore the latest tech solutions at Staples, the working and learning store.
6: Look out for a stalled vehicle blocking the right lane on 10 westbound at Franklin Avenue. Also, in the meantime, look out for delays that are going to be solid if you're traveling. On 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. Also, in the meantime, look out for delays that are going to be solid on 10 westbound from Causeway to just past Clearview. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are solid from just past St. Bernard to the 10610 merge. Also look out for delays if you're traveling along the eastbound side of the Crescent City connection from just before Chapatoulas to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brenner Traffic Center.
0: Hey, folks, don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, and I'll tell you a little bit about Tire Siping once again. If your tires can't handle the wet streets of the Crescent City, Tire Siping is the answer. At Southern Tire, they're the Tire Siping experts. Tire Siping is going to improve your gas mileage your traction on wet services, but it's also, again, when we get these hot summer months like we have right now, it's going to manage the tire heat, the dog days of summer, and, of course, that's going to extend the life of your tires. Again, if you're uh, looking for tire siping, there's only one place to go. It's my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory & Airline in Metairie. I'll open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3, 504 737 is the phone number. Or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services they provide for their customers. Owned by the Piazza family since 1970. 72. It is Southern Tire, Hickory Airline in memory. And remember, tire siping when you head on over to Southern Tire. We'll be right back.
7: On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling
4: and now, a no-frills ad sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Here it is. You can save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. That's it. See? Just a good old-fashioned, straightforward ad. See if you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE or Progressive.com.
0: Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Four to six weeks days right here on 106.1 FM NASH Icon. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig is our guest today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants Katie's Restaurant in Mid City Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory Scotty NBA draft tomorrow the pels are in the catbird seat they have the 8th overall pick they also have uh, two picks in the um in in the second round um and there's been a lot of rumors out there they may trade out of the pick they may trade up they may trade back what would you like to see them do
3: um I think this team is on the cusp of being great. And we have Zion coming back. And, you know, they're going to sign him, I'm sure, to the max contract. Um, I'm thinking they should stay put and get the best player available. I mean, they always need shooting. I mean, maybe they could trade a pick to the Suns or to the Warriors who are so far over the cap. You know, that maybe they're looking to dump some payroll because they've got a plethora of shooters. Um, We need a defensive player, a long defensive player, and we need shooters. So who's going to be there at eight? You know, I don't know. We really don't know who's going to be there at eight. Mm -hmm. But only David Griffin and that team, Willie Green, know what they need to do. And, you know, Swim Cash and, and all of them. I mean, they they know what they're doing. And I, unlike somebody else I know, have had faith in Griff over the years, and I think that he was going to do a good job, and I have faith that he will, you know? And um, I don't know, man. What do you think? I, I I'm
0: excited about. I'd like it. to see them honestly, unless unless a, as you mentioned, a shooter falls to them. Um, I would like to see them go out and move the pick along with again, uh, possibly Gary Temple's contract, Deontay Graham's contract, and get a veteran. I, I think they're very close right now. I think they're they're on the cusp of being a top four team in the West and I think a really good veteran, a 3-and-D veteran, somebody that they don't have to, uh, you know, um, uh, somebody they don't have to really groom, somebody that's ready-made, a leader coming into this, this, this organization, uh, could help put them over the top, much like C.J. McCollum did last time.
3: Yes. Um, that'll work. I mean, yeah, I, I don't think we need, need any more young players. We could use, a a, a, uh, a veteran player that could be like a plug and play and come play defense and you know I mean I think the Suns or maybe the Warriors have that type of player that they might want to let go right yeah
0: well Cam uh, what Cam Johnson's on the um, on, on the market Johnson. right now they're trying to move. Uh, there'll be other players out there. Um, uh, Contavious Pope uh, is, is one that, that again is being talked about with the Washington uh, Wizards. Uh, that uh, you know could be a guy that could fit. Um, but um, with, again, especially now with Deontay Graham really not, not not looking like he's fitting with the team, right? Uh, oh, and and got- he has 11 million dollar contract. So you know wow. maybe you move that contract. You got to get somebody that can get into that rotation and really help you. Uh, especially with the emergence of the young players that we saw last year?
3: I think we all agree that Dante Graham's got to go. But, you know, I mean, they need to try to get somebody good for him, a shooter that can play defense. Yeah, he was a little bit disappointing last year. There's no doubt about it. Um, Yeah, I mean, what are we going to do? You know, uh, but the thing is, we're in a really good position. I mean, in the past, it was who we were going to find to play with somebody and who was going to be the next fit for Zion or Anthony Davis or whatever it is now. Now it's the best player for the team because we've already got a team, and it's just a good position to be in. I mean, their their future looks possibly brighter than the Saints' future right now, even though the Saints' future looks pretty good, too. It does, I and mean, um, you have
0: a few question marks with the Saints, we'll get to that, but right. um, I, I think the mo- one of the more exciting things is, though, again, what we've seen the last couple of weeks, and look, this is by design with the, with the club, uh, putting out all these uh, videos and pictures of Zion, but seeing Zion in shape. And, yep. you know, Scott, he's a young guy. I understand he's had a weight problem in the past. We, 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 uh, we've been notified that he has a, uh, a personal chef now, which is probably going a long way. And, of course, the, the workouts. I mean, you and I re- remember when we were in our early 20s. We went out there and we worked out and we could drop weight like that, right? So I don't think it's a surprise, but it's good to see, again, that He's he's lost the weight. He's in good physical condition now. Hopefully, he'll stay healthy and work on work on his game. Okay, because um, right now, uh, I think that's got to be one of the more exciting things for a Pelican fan to say. Okay, this guy he's taking it seriously. Now, look, there's 180 reasons, 180 million reasons why he is taking it seriously. Right, the extension, yeah. but at the same time, him being in good shape goes a long way for this team to be dominant next year.
3: I mean. My biggest concern about Zion Williamson is not his weight. You know, he's lost that. But how he's going to fit in with the nucleus of this team, and not disturb the nucleus of what what this team has built. Because uh, I, I mean, they uh, they were close last year, and I I know we're really excited about a team that was under ten under five hundred by ten games. Right. But I just think. Um, The real Pelicans showed up late in the season, and they won when they had to. They played hard. They played well together. And uh, you know, at this point, I just think we need the best player for the Pelicans, and we hope that Mm -hmm. that uh, Zion Williamson, uh, Zion Williamson, 15th. You know what I'm saying? Well, look, I
0: get it. There was a certain way they played last year, again, that really kind of revolved around Brandon Ingram and, 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 and again, C.J. McCollum. But when you have a guy of his ilk, you'll figure it out. I mean, he, again, they'll be able to figure it out. Now, they're going to be a little bit different than they were last year. There's no doubt about that And because he's such a ball-dominant player. Uh, but um, but I, I think they can coexist. We saw them coexist with Ingram and, and also um, uh, Williamson on the floor before. The, the the Ingram kind of took the 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 back seat a bit. He kind of get, acquiesced to, to Zion in the past. We'll see how that plays out. Look, w- one thing that's been proven right uh, that, that we saw from this past playoff run, you gotta have depth. Yeah, it's gotta be quality depth, you know, because again, the, just the, the attrition of the NBA season uh, makes it very difficult because there's so many injuries. To to by the time you get to the playoffs, you can be an often injured team and and, and not have an opportunity to maybe get have your full
3: Hello. 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 Yeah, we're really here, Scott. You got me. I missed you there for a minute.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I just said, I said they're building quality depth on this team. That's why this yes. this draft, what they're going to do with these players, is so important uh, going forward. I think the rest of it's going to take care of itself. I really do. I mean, I think Zion's going to fit in. Uh, Valanciunas will move more to the high post. Uh, which again, he flourished last year, right? Again, uh, the ability to shoot the shoot the ball from there, uh, and uh, those guys will also be interchangeable when 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 you know uh, at the five if necessary. You know, the big thing is again, Jackson Hayes has to take a leap here, right? So you know, we'll we'll, we'll go we'll go forward with that. Uh, that, that that's for sure.
3: Yeah, got, I'm, we... I'm I'm definitely concerned about Jackson Hayes. Um, and here's another positive that people are you don't hear much about Tyler mm-hmm. Lewis. I mean, he's
0: he he's an he's an enigma because again, depending on what you're going to do, does he fit now? Uh, smallish guard uh, that, that again has to uh, has to have, have ball in his, in his hand, getting into the paint to to be a effective. Um, I, I, you know, you wonder if ultimately he's still a fit on this team. Now we'll see. Okay, but uh, yeah, no, you're, you're right. I mean, remember he's a very young player too. Uh, when you talk about again, uh, you know, just his age. Hello. Scotty, I got you. You can't hear me. Tell you what. Let's grab this break right here. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. We'll be right back. Customers. Eric Ashby with my good friend Mike Delahoussi at the TikTok Cafe. Mike, I was craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were close, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You
1: know we aim to please. You got to get a better
0: aim, pal. Stop. You
1: know we never close, huh?
0: Well, neither does the more. so what's your point? Ah, you're unbelievable. You know, you gotta admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? Uh, I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe and the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your A.C. ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new A.C., Trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect to help you save with a fair price and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell sent you contractors tired of the run around when you need an insurance quote at Dave me insurance we are an independent insurance agency so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job we offer general liability workman's comp automobile and property insurance and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price call click or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or Dave me
5: Chances are you're jamming in your car right now. And since Liberty Mutual customizes car insurance, so you only pay for what you need, Limu and I are going to show you some safe car dance moves. Hit it. Everybody, check your blind spots real quick. Now, hands on the wheel. wheel. Put them 10 in two and move your head like a bird do. Only pay for what you need at libertymutual.com.
2: Liberty, 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 liberty. (laughs)
7: Uh, hey, Dad, cool if I change this?
4: They may not get each other's music, but they can both get a COVID-19 booster shot because the CDC recommends booster shots for people 12 years and older after completion of a primary series. Schedule an appointment as soon as you are eligible. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Demand different. Demand Delhi de Imagine this. You've been hurt in a car crash, but the insurance company only offers you pennies on the dollar for what you need for your injuries. You realize you should have called a lawyer, but how can you afford one now? At Dudley DeBosier, that call is free. And we are the only law firm in the state with the no-fee guarantee. That means you pay us nothing, no fees, no costs, or expenses unless we get you money. That's the Dudley DeBosier difference. Call 504-444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans. la 22 1, 3, 5, 7, 8.
0: Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig with us. Again, his, his restaurants, Katie's, uh, Francesca by Katie's. Bienvenue on Hickory, our title sponsors each and every Wednesday. Get out there and enjoy a fantastic meal at one of the Katie's family of restaurants. Scotty, we were talking about the Pels. I want to switch gears to the Saints. Um, you're again minicamps in in the books, OTAs in the books. Uh, what are you, what are your thoughts now going into training camp? When, and I know you look at this roster, you're keeping up what's going on. Um, what what needs do they have if if any going forward?
3: Uh, I. I still believe that we're we're a little bit weak at tight end. I don't think Taysom Hill is the answer. Uh, the offensive line is a question right now, but you know the offensive line's been a question in the past, and this coaching staff seems to work it out. Um, that's about it, man. I I really think that Jameis Winston is going to do a great job. Um, I, I'm really not concerned about that, and if he happens to get hurt, we fall back on Andy Dalton. And, I mean, and I think that that's strong. I think the linebackers are looking really good. Uh, but I am worried about tight end. I mean, we have to count on Troutman. Now, he got hurt last year. He started catching balls a little bit, and then he gets hurt. So, I mean, they've got a lot of eggs in one basket on Troutman. And I'm thinking maybe Gronkowski will come out of retirement again and come be a saint. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> you know that's <laughs> not going to happen. But uh, If
0: Peyton was I here, know, it might he happen. I don't know if it's going to happen saying? with D.A., though. Huh? I said if Peyton was still coaching, maybe it might have happened. I don't know about D.A. Yeah,
3: right. I think D.A. is a better coach than Peyton. Uh, well that's I, a bold I statement
0: think. there, Scott. I mean, that is a bold statement.
3: I, I just think that he's level-headed. I don't think he's going to make the crazy decisions that Peyton made. And, you know, and I think people are probably saying, man, what's he smoking? But I just think that especially. High
0: quality, him, I'll say that.
3: I just think that later in his tenure with the Saints, I thought he made some mistakes in play calling. Right. And you go back to the Rams game. We should have never been in that position, Eric. We've talked about it over the years. Mm-hmm, we Yeah, have. the officials took the, way, the game away from us. But you know what? We should have never been in that position. Mm-hmm. And I think that we took that team lightly. And the Saints had everything going for them that day. And we played a little bit conservatively. You know, and in the past, you know, I mean, you know, I brought this up the other day. Everybody talks about Sean Payton, how great he was. He was a good coach, man. There's no doubt about it. There's mm-hmm. No doubt about it. What if that onside kick had not worked in the Super Bowl? Oh well, I mean, again, no Super Bowl team. Okay, it's
0: hard to say. I mean, again, you still had Breeze under center. That was a that was a game changing play, no doubt about it. It
2: Yeah,
0: but there could have been others down the line. I mean, it's hard to say. Look, that that was that was a nerve wracking day. I can tell you that in the stadium. And I'm sure folks back at home were the same way. We were all on pins and needles on every single play. I mean, I've I've gone back and watched the game a couple times since then, you know, just with the the relief of knowing they're going to win at the end. And there were plenty of chances there, you know, for for, for really both teams to kind of take control of that game. So it would have been interesting to see what would have happened if if that wouldn't have worked. Um, Look, I want to see how the offense is going to be run, okay? I mean, how different is Carmichael going to be from Peyton? You know, is is he going to be um, aggressive? And, look, that's all I I mentioned this earlier in the the week. I just – the one thing I want to see out of Dennis Allen is – I want to see the same thing I see out of him on defense. I want an aggressive coach. Okay? I want an aggressive coach on both sides of the ball. I want a head coach that's not afraid to take chances. And that was, again, that that was Peyton's um, uh, demise in some cases, but also that's the thing that, 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 again, put him on the map as well. Uh, I, I like an aggressive
3: coach. I do too. And um, uh, I just think I think that we're in really good hands with DA and Ryan Nielsen and, you know and the defensive staff and, and I think this team's gonna be outstanding and Me too. they're gonna I think they're gonna be outstanding.
0: Yeah, I think it well I mean it depends on Jameis Winston. This if it's he not, plays I'm well I'm not
3: worried about Jameis Winston. I think he's know? gonna do well.
0: Yeah. He plays well, I think I think they, they got a chance. OK, uh, and if they stand and look, they get a little lucky with injuries, that's it. Because, look, 13 straight games is tough, man. That's tough. That's tough to it ask any team to do
3: that. It is.
2: You know, you know, I mean,
0: but listen, it's listen, almost listen, unfair. The, uh, it really is almost unfair. Listen, By the way, the, uh, uh, speaking of unfair, Roger Goodell in front of the in front of Congress today, uh, again, with, well, well, you know, having a little case of amnesia. I hope he went and saw a priest after he walked away from from that uh, from that hearing.
3: Wait, what are you talking about?
0: Oh, come on. saying he didn't know about a reporter that got banned from, from the from the NFL. I mean there's a lot of his his answers about, about Schneider, Daniel Schneider were again, um you know he knows the answers, but again he was playing coy with those answers. Um
3: well, yeah, you know, Daniel Snyder doesn't run that team or something.
0: Yeah, well, Dan, let me say this right now. Uh, if Daniel Stein is still the, still the owner of the of the Washington Commanders again by the end of this season, uh, then then uh, again there's some there's something really really severely wrong with the NFL. There's no doubt about it, okay? Because they got to get we their house know in there. order. We're
3: going with the NFL. It's the leadership.
0: Yep. In Amen fact. to that, buddy. Amen to that. And of course, again, vindictive leadership at that.
3: Oh yeah. There's no doubt. Look at what he did to, to uh, the Saints, Sharon oh. Tate.
0: Absolutely. Look at what he did. Taking away those two second-round picks were unnecessary, especially when Paul Tagliabue found that the players were did not did, were, 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 were not um, uh, did not have to 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 fill out those suspension that punishment. That that was, you know, that that was the deal there. Hey, Scott, we're 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 up against the clock now. Uh, before we go, I want to give you a couple minutes to go ahead and tell the folks about the the restaurants, how they can enjoy a great meal. Go ahead, buddy. Uh,
3: look, support the support your local restaurants during Restaurant Week. I mean, I know we talked about this early in the show, but just go on the LRA website and, um, you'll see all of the restaurants that are involved in restaurant week. And, um, you want to come to Katie's, that would be outstanding. Just, you know, come on over and try it out. We've got a bunch of great menus, including brunch that we're doing and, um, yeah, you know, it's just a great deal and it's a great time to go out and enjoy your local your local yep. restaurants. Uh we need your help. So come on no out. Doubt. Come on out and check us out. All Thank right? you, buddy.
0: Always appreciate Thanks, the time each and every week.
3: Love you, man. See you.
0: Love you too, bro. All right. that's Scott Craig, celebrity chef. Again, Katie's, Francesco, by Katie's. Bienvenue on Hickory, all of his restaurants. Please get out there and support his fantastic restaurants. Uh, coming up next is Ken Trahan with All Access. Jim Eichenhofer of uh, NBA.com covers uh, part of the Pelicans. He'll be he'll be uh, uh, Kenny's guest. want to thank uh, Mike Scarborough, also Sean Bazan, and celebrity chef Scott Craig for joining us in the program today. I want to thank the Katie's Family of Restaurants for being our title sponsor on a Wednesday. And I want to thank all the sponsors who sponsor our program, uh, again, uh, for, for their support of our show. longtime sponsors. Uh, again, uh, the sponsors that just come on recently. We appreciate each and every one of them. And thank you so much for supporting those sponsors. To find out more, go to ericasher.com. Click on the icon on the slideshow on the on the website. It'll take you right to that particular sponsor's website. Everything you know about the sponsors right there for you. Our podcast goes up about 20 minutes after the program ends. If you missed any of today's program, check it out on your favorite podcasting platform. And then don't forget Jeff Duncan joins the award-winning Inside the World Sports tomorrow. That's at 1 o'clock live on WLA-TV. Also, again, live streaming on the WLA-TV YouTube page. And, of course, many ways to catch that on the rebroadcast uh, on Thursday, Friday, Uh, and uh, even on Saturday morning as well. All right, folks. Been an absolute blast. Thanks to Rudy back, back in studio producing as he always does. Uh, tomorrow we got a really good show for you. Uh, again with uh, uh, with Will Guillory coming in, uh, giving us his his look at the NBA. We're also going to have Ed Daniels of uh, Channel 26 Sports. He'll talk Saints and and Pel's with us. And then uh, uh, Jordy Colada, the Jordy Colada show will also be with us tomorrow on the program. And uh, we'll we'll talk the Pel's Saints and LSU with him. So looking for that. I know those are looking they're looking for Gary Smith uh, as he usually joins us on thursday he's on vacation this week so we'll take a hiatus from 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 gary for uh, for a week he'll be back uh the following week to talk about all the local universities and then before you know it it'll be friday and the william grant family is still this friday's extravaganza uh we have mike the scheduled right now and also ali can uh on friday to be able to again come back and and, and give us a a look at what happened in the draft so a lot going on the program in the next couple days i hope you have an opportunity to listen live or again listen on the podcast at your leisure Thanks for listening to Walls. My name is Eric Cash. Have a wonderful evening. See you tomorrow. 1 o'clock on TV, 4 o'clock on the radio. From the dog catch to the governor. That includes the mayor. They all got to go.
5: The